Coming down the aisle, it's Wrestlepedia with your host, the savant of the squared circle, the Ray Man of Wrestling, it's Brody, the Insane Brain Herman. Welcome back to Wrestlepedia with Brody, the Insane Brain Herman, the savant of the squared circle, the Rain Man of wrestling does. And I am known as the dad, mostly because I am, in fact, his dad. Quick word on Brody in case you've never tuned in before. He's 18 years old and he truly is a savant. This is an area of expertise that he has developed from the time he was in diapers. And despite the fact that you're only 18, you are familiar with every wrestler, every match, and every division, every manager, promoter, booker, announcer. Is that is that true? Yes. And you have a photographic memory and an audiographic memory, meaning that if you've ever seen something or heard something, you are very likely to remember it. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Uh, so this makes the show a little interesting, a little different from anything else that you may tune into. We are releasing an entire season of podcasts at one time so that you have an opportunity to binge and catch up a little bit, yeah. get to know Brody and be uh, to witness the marvel that is his mind. And, and then uh, we will release subsequent seasons that are really yeah. going to get into the weeds. Yes. I mean, this is, this is not for a casual wrestling fan. If you're a casual fan, this, is, this isn't for you. If you're the kind of person just looking for a recap of the match you missed last week, this isn't for you. But if you are a lifelong fan, if you are a person that loves to get into the debates, get into the storylines, compare eras, and understand the history, then you have come to the right place. So today's show, we are going to rank the top five most over over heroic baby faces. The over heroic baby faces, and we don't mean that, of course, in a bad way. No, we're talking about the heroes of of, of the sport. Yes, and and there's also an episode ranking the top five most effective uh, heels. Yeah. So if you want to see the the opposite of this episode, yes. uh, that episode is available to you as well. But in this one, we are talking about. The most over heroic baby faces. Over heroic baby faces. So let's get jumping on the list while we have people's attention. Yes. Who do you have at number five? Uh, well, I want to mention honorable mentions because oh, Sting, mention. Sting, portrayed by Steve Borden and John Cena, are both great heroic baby faces and very popular wrestlers for their eras. But no, they're not on the top five list. But they were wow. still very over on the list. Okay, so they're they're not on the list. They didn't make the cut. And let me make it clear. The reason I force Brody to give us a top five, I think a lot of people do top tens. Top tens don't force you to make hard decisions because you can usually fit people yeah. on a top ten. It might be tough to rank them, but you at least get them on the list. Yeah. But when you're ranking top five, you got to make some painful yeah. cuts. Oh, yeah. So let's go to number five and see who you have there. Wouldn't wouldn't be anybody else with Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino, one of, one of the longest reigning WWE World Heavyweight Champions of all time. He had great matches against Larry Sabisco and Shea Stadium and, and and Pedro Morales and the Sheik and Gorilla Monsoon and 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 so many great wrestlers that Bruno San Martino faced. He was on top of the world from 1963. And to this goes back to the Vince Senior. Yes, Vince Senior was exclusively really in charge for Bruno, but he was over like Rover and drew out and sold out big arenas like Madison Square Garden for years and years and years in the main event. Nobody else could do it. He was a hairy fellow. He I was. Remember. Yeah. Uh, Bruno San Martino. He looked like. And I remember seeing him when I was growing up. Yeah. And, and a lot, they had a lot of wrestling magazines back yes. then. I don't know if they have They still those. do. Do they? Yeah. 
And, uh, but that was at a time where, because he was so yeah. well-liked, you could not have him lose the title to another uh, baby face. Yeah, you had to have, you him, had to have, have him lose it to someone. a heel. So ultimately, as I recall, correct me if I'm wrong, but then Sr. wanted to have Bob Backlund become yeah. the champion, but he knew he couldn't have Bob Backlund Be face Bruno, Bruno San Martino. Yeah. And that's when the era of superstar Billy Graham yes. came into yes. play. So he actually, and I've heard you say this on another episode, yeah. Vince Sr. basically told superstar Billy Graham, this is the day that you're going to win the title. Yes. This is the day you're, you're going to lose, lose the, the title, title. Yes. to Bob Backlund. Yes. That's how far in advance he knew exactly yes, what he, he was wanted to do. he was a very far thinker, the McMahons are. So Bruno Samward and obviously Vince Jr. Uh, right along yeah. the same lines. Uh, and back then, the, the, one, of the, one of the biggest changes between the Vince Sr. era and the Vince Jr. era yeah. was the length of your championships. Yes. I mean, Vince uh, Sr., had long-running champions yeah. like San Martino and like Bob Backlund. Yeah. And when Vince Jr. took over... It started he, out that he way. He kind of fell into that at the beginning with Hulk Hogan. Right. But then everything changed right. after that. And he realized, we can, you know, we don't want to give so much leverage to one guy. We want to we yeah. want to start and give a lot of different yeah. people a chance to be a champ. Right. To have more different main events since wrestling fans want different. And, that's, and that was part of where a lot of we talk about different than boxing. Because Vince realized that with boxing, that the way we're going to be boxing is not have long-reigning champions like they do. We are going to have different main events. And so everyone has to keep tuning in. And don't you not just do a few pay-per-views, but for every pay-per-view. I think it, I think it was also important. He Exactly. He wanted to have full cards yeah. where even the undercard matches yeah. featured former champions. Right. So that every match felt like you right. were seeing somebody. And you want to tune in every pay-per-view. And I think it helped keep the cost down. Sure. Because a guy like Hulk Hogan, when he held the title for six yeah. plus years or however many years yeah. he had it, he had a lot of leverage. Yes. And he could have commanded a lot yes. of money. But once we got to this era where you could have rotating yeah. champions, it really prevented any yeah. one of them from putting their foot on Vince's yeah. throat. Right. So anyway, that's Bruno San Martino at number five. Who do we have at number four? Well, you can probably smell the one. I, you can smell the one I'm cooking for number four, and that would be the Rock. The Rock at, by number, at number four. Yes, he's very popular. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, in 1998 when he turned, when 1999 when he turned babyface on the corporation, which we talked about in our babyface turn episode, The Rock really launched his career as a superstar. I mean, this guy was was prefaced. He was going to be the, a guy. He was somebody because he did well on Saturday Night Live before, you know, he was really a star. I mean, he, he was he was emerging. Already. He was emerging. He already. had a, a lot yeah. of charisma. He had a following. Charm. He had the look. Uh, yeah, he but not at the beginning. Everybody. Not at the beginning, but once he became, when he really separated himself with his great mic work and really could rally the fans behind him, The Rock became a star. And you could see it on the Hollywood screen. He, hey, he, is, he is the biggest Hollywood star ever to come out of Yes, Barcelona. of course. Uh, I mean, a lot of big films. And, and I, you know what I liked him in was yeah. Moana, yeah. where he actually gets to sing a pretty complicated song yeah. in that movie. He does a heck of he a job. He is singing. He can cut a promo. He can This is work. why I'm surprised he's only coming in at number four. Yeah. So let's move to number three, because now I'm really curious who could be coming in yeah. higher. Who is number three on the list of the most... Over heroic baby faces. Over heroic baby faces. Who do you yeah. got? Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboats. Really? Yeah, he's a dragon. I mean, the dragon. This might cause some people to breathe thought fire. But when we talk about baby faces, it was it was never a heel ever in his career. Ricky Steamboat was a baby face for his entire career. The most underrated wrestler, in my opinion, ever. He worked with 
every big name wrestler ever. He was an Intercontinental Champion in WWE. He was a WCW World Heavyweight Champion in my favorite wrestling trilogy, Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair. And we're going to go over that trilogy at some point because it's phenomenal. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, when you talk about baby faces, there was never a moment when he was ever booed. He was cheered tremendously when he took the fire and he breathed that fire and he wore that dragon suit. And when he and, and when he came out with his with his kid and, and his former wife and Ricky came out and he was a babyface, everybody got behind Ricky Steamboat. He was the over he was a babyface wrestler that every heel could work with in a main event role. Even though he, if he was champion or wasn't champion, Ricky Steamboat is the epitome of a good guy wrestler and what a good guy and really yet, was. And yet he only comes in number three on the list. So I am really curious now. I mean, you've sold him to me pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so now you're going to have to sell number two to me. Who do you got? Oh, hell yeah. It's Steve Austin at number two. I mean, when you talk about popular wrestlers of all time, it was Steve Austin. This is the guy that got WWE, saved WWE from WCW. I mean, he was so popular as a wrestler that he saved WWE from WCW. He, he did launch a lot of merchandise. Yes, I remember he, he there was an explosion was, of merchandise. Yes, Austin 316. He drank beer. He was against the boss. Everybody can relate them hating their boss. And Steve Austin hated Vince McMahon. So that's why he was not I only see. a relatable baby face. That was the thing is we were all getting back at our bosses right. vicariously yes. through Steve, Steve Austin. Austin yes. He was the, the, the definitive take this job yes. and shove it. Yes. Johnny Paycheck type yes. of... Uh, uh, performer. Yes. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So that takes us to the number one slot on your list. And before we reveal number one, I want to remind everybody, if you disagree with this list, if you feel that names have been left off, leave a comment in the comments and let us know. That's what this is all about. We want it to be interactive. We want people to, to debate, to agree, to disagree. You can send an email directly to Brody at Brody, B-R-O-D-Y, at theinsanebrain.com and if you've got anything to say on this or if you have ideas for other topics that's where you want to send it and so with that let us go to the number one the most uh over heroic baby over face. heroic i don't know why i can't remember that the most over heroic baby face in the yeah. history of professional, of professional wrestling. wrestling who do you got of course you're going to want to say your prayers and take your vitamins for number one it's hulk hogan I mean, how can you not have Hulk Hogan at number one? He's the greatest good guy wrestling has ever had. He is the one that made WWE popular and also, when he turned bad, made WCW get ahead of WWE. He is the trans-setting wrestler of all time. And when you talk about a good guy wrestler, he set the bar and made WWE success maybe just as much as Vince McMahon. I know him himself would probably disagree with that, but Hulk Hogan is the epitome babyface wrestler. He is the guy that made WWE what it is today. He is the one, when he wore that red and yellow outfit, he made you believe in him. He was a real-life superhero human being. Well, and this is probably explains why you asked me to cut my beard down into this Hulk Hogan, Fu Manchu, horseshoe type yes. of, of mustache, Hogan's which, sport of the Fu thank Manchu. God, it looks fabulous yeah. on me. Uh, because otherwise I, I yeah. might have objected, but he, I, I can pull off just about yeah. any type of He's one of the first hair. wrestlers of his look to become a babyface. Remember, Jesse Ventura and B Superstar Billy Graham are both heels, 
it had the Hulk Hogan like look, but yes. obviously he's but he brought, he brought a, it back a, that in. look. But he was a blonde haired yeah guy, and he he liked to tout himself uh, as the yeah. real American was the song. Yeah, that he that's would what he would use and whatever. Uh, so you he think kind of, of epitomized yeah. a lot of that. He was red, white, and blue. He was every he was a superhero. That's what Vince Vince Junior wanted a comic book character to hold his championship, and, and, and he is one of the most impersonated. Uh, wrestlers, everybody has a Hulk Hogan oh, impersonation. Sure. Do Do you have one for the crowd? What What, what would that sound like from a Brody Herman? Let me tell you something, brother. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, be there because you're gonna want to take your prayers and say your vitamins, and you're gonna want to get hulking up, and you're gonna want to get ready as we dive in WrestleMania three, brother, in the main event. Andre Hogan, come on, and, and of course that's the summary of a Hulk yeah, Hogan promo using. I mean, he defined, I, I, I remember when he would say "brother" like yeah, that. Yeah, right? he loves. Come brother. on, brother. Yeah, he loves brother. Do you That's think? I know they're making a movie about him with that uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, who might be a little, maybe a little too good looking to play Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, but sure I, I know they want to bring the ladies out to the to the cinema sure. uh, as well as the men. Right, your uh, house. Do you, do you think that? Because uh, what is he Australian? Uh, he's Australian, Mike. Do you, do you think he's going to give us that really good, come on, brother? I'm sure he is. And, and I'm excited to see who all else is playing all the different roles in the movie as well. Who's going to be well, really I'm along I'm sure everybody who is a, a wrestling fan is going to want to get yes. a ticket to that one. Um, anyway, that, that was a good show. I yeah. appreciate the countdown. Yeah. Uh, once again, if, if you disagree, you know, uh, to leave a comment. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the, uh, to the YouTube channel. And uh, like I say, we're releasing a whole season of these yep. 13 episodes at once uh, so that you can binge them. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we hope to hear from you. And uh, in the meantime, uh, take care, brother. Take care, brother.